0: Hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Game Devs Quest, your once weekly podcast following two Game dev scrubs into game devdom. If we can do it, you can too. I'm Rhett. I'm Taylor. Welcome aboard, mateys. Uh, this is the first episode in a while that we've had that we haven't had a guest on. I know it's not it... for lack of trying. Uh, just uh, nobody had any availability that worked with us, and we had to release an episode. So here we are. We're doing it.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. It feels like it's been forever. It kind of has been. Yeah, and even <laughs> though like, we spent, we literally started like today's work at eight thirty. It is now twelve thirty, and we've been talking. Pretty much that whole time, but I don't really feel like we've caught up. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Like when we do those interviews, we pretty much just like get down to business. Yeah. And, you know, give them give them their uh, their stage time. So, yeah, what's been going on, man? A, a lot has happened in in my world. I feel like I feel like there were a bunch of things that came up, like topics that I had in mind that have just now dissipated since since then but what what's been going on with you man?
0: Oh dude, not much. Um yeah, pretty much since we uh chatted with Chris. Uh I just been working, literally just working and I'm so tired and um yeah, I was supposed to go to work today but uh I might not just because it's like already kind of late in the day and we've been working all morning on doing stuff and at this point if i head out it just might not be worth our my time so
1: yeah cool
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah other than that i mean um yeah uh that's what about you
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh man like well lately not much i've been like, we talked about this. I think about this sometimes, too, how we have that episode called GDQ Reborn. And then yeah. since then, like, we have had these interviews and stuff. But, like, personally, my game development has, like, dropped, man. It's been yeah. really rough lately. Yeah. Like, a uh, couple things that I have done. I did the low-res jam. I don't think we talked about that at all. Um, But I made another Pico 8 game. Uh. It's a sequel to Iceberg, our first ever game jam. Yeah! <laughs> uh, it's called Iceberg 2 Wrath of Dawn. And uh, I did some streaming with that, got some ideas from everyone watching. But basically, you're this little guy uh, running around on an iceberg. And you're basically trying to make it so that it doesn't melt by picking up carbon credits. And there's like these little like money icons that appear. And if you pick them up, you... Uh, heal these little cracks that are constantly appearing on the iceberg, and if it gets to a certain amount of cracks, then it like shrinks to an even smaller size. But meanwhile, you have Bad Don running around uh, trying to get you, and if he gets you, he corrupts you, and then the whole world like catches on fire, and we're doomed. Uh, <laughs> so it's kind of a dumb little little game, but it was fun. I really like the intro screen, which is just a picture of um, Bad Don. With the american flag staked in an iceberg and it's like bobbing up and down the, the flags like blowing in the wind so i'm pretty proud of the the title screen but uh so i i did that um beyond that i took some, i took a break um at work I, I don't know if i've mentioned we're doing like a really big upgrade for our main catalog system and i've been kind of the point person on that and then meanwhile um the so my job title is an application support technician and we our other senior application support technician retired in march and that job hasn't been filled but since it's with the city you have to go through all these hoops i i couldn't just get promoted so i had to apply and the job applications for the city are like so intense like I worked on it for probably like 10 hours, <laughs> even though I already worked there and I'm already doing the, the work for a senior ASD basically. So anyways, I applied. Uh, last week I had an interview and I got the promotion. So that was pretty cool. Um, excited about progressing in my career a little bit, but at the same time it like was another layer of stress added on me. And so I don't, I didn't stream it all last week. I didn't work on my logging game at all. Um, and so like for the last two weeks, I pretty much have just been, uh, chilling, like coming home and just vegging out, which has really been nice. I kind of think that ever since we started game devs quest, I've been like hitting game dev, like super hard and not really giving myself a chance to, to take a break. Um, So I finally hit that, like, that point where I've hit uh, in the past with other hobbies, like when I was doing web development, I, like, was just going so hard for so long that I got to a point where I was so burned out that I just never wanted to do it again. (laughs) Uh, And so I had that, that moment with Game Dev recently where, like, for whatever reason, like, streaming was stressing me out. I felt like I just wasn't. Making good content and like struggling. And then anytime I open my logging game, I like, I don't know, man. I just like got anxiety and stress. And uh, so I, I decided it was time to take a, a real break. And probably now, now that I've had a little bit of time to think about it, I'm going to scale back. Like, it, I mean, we went to that enjoy game dev topic or conference and there's, the doctor, I forget her name, something Hazel, uh, who was, like, preaching about maintaining met- your mental health. Like, don't burn out. Don't, you know, make sure you, like, exercise and give yourself breaks and all this stuff. And I felt like at the time I had that under control, but clearly I didn't. So I'm going to have to start baking that into my plans each week and, like, actually saying, you know what? You've worked a 40-hour week and you've already spent 10 hours on game dev this week like after work it's time to just relax watch a show play some games go outside you know yeah (laughs) so um i'm gonna try to kind of limit myself actually um i'm gonna say 10 hours and that's good 10 hours is all so that i don't don't get burned out i think i'm gonna scale back my stream schedule so i stream once or twice a week if any i don't know part of me part of me doesn't even want to go back to streaming for some reason and maybe i just need a longer break but um i don't know at a a certain point when your hobby starts feeling like it's a job it's not fun (laughs) and it's not that i don't like hanging out with everyone who is on my streams because that part's super fun but i don't know i think i'm kind of uh self-destructive a little bit and i put a lot of pressure on myself and so i've been thinking about that a lot and trying to be like you know what like this isn't your job like just have fun with it and see where it goes so um yesterday i decided that i'm gonna take a a break from loggers road and start working on a different game so i started working on that yesterday um got an idea for a cribbage game that i want to make so and that like i feel like since I already know the rules so well, I feel like it's shouldn't be too crazy uh, to be able to like design the systems and the all the code for it because I already know how to play cribbage. So kind of excited about that, which feels good because I wasn't excited about the loggers game. Like I I opened it yesterday and I like played it for a little bit and I was like, yeah, this looks really nice, but I freaking just can't. <laughs> I I just need this to go away. So anyways that's kind of the gist of the last couple weeks a lot of uh stress at work and a lot of stress at doing game dev so uh, that was interesting (laughs) nice yeah i mean nice nice now that i'm like kind of through a little bit of the storm yeah for sure but um i am excited though like the one thing that's been going really well over the last couple weeks is just the podcast i feel like I'm really appreciative that you've been scheduling interviews with some really cool people, and so that's kind of uh, given me drive, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, it's just fun to have, like, refreshing perspectives, and, you know, the problem is you and I could yak at each other forever, but, like, <laughs> that's just <laughs> like our friendship anyway, so right, I know it's fun to kind of bring in a new dimension to it all and kind of shake things up a little bit. And it's something we've talked about doing for a long time, and literally the only thing that had ever stopped us is just the act of
1: <laughs> asking. <laughs> <laughs> right? So. I know. It's funny, because have we asked anyone and gotten a firm no? I mean, the worst that's happened is no response, pretty much, right?
0: Yeah. So far, <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Which hasn't even really happened that that often. Maybe, maybe that's because of the people we've been asking. They've been kind of like in our, not close circle, but in a circle of ours. So,
0: Yeah, well, we kind of rub like digital elbows with a lot of these folks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it's not like we're just coming out of the blue either and people right. can look and and now we've, we've, you know, we kind of established a cool little track record already, like when we talked with like Chris and Alana and, and Tim way early on. Right. Um, So that gave us like something to point to when we started asking other people who might quote unquote be out of our league or whatever it might True. be. True. So.
1: Yeah, it's um, kind of just like that networking thing. Like you don't just like go up to somebody you don't know who's successful or whatever and you just be like, "Hey, <laughs> wanna I don't know, wanna give me a job or whatever?" It's like don't don't jump right in. You got to like make that contact and establish a relationship and stuff. So um but you know, dry firing sometimes or whatever it's called is can work. So
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Anyways, uh oh, dude, that was the other thing that I did <laughs> last week. Well, the last two weeks, one day I was like sitting in bed and uh, just chilling. I opened up Twitch and Dota 2 was on TI8, man. I freaking watched. <laughs> I watched probably 20 games of Dota uh, this last week, and it was so fun. Like, I remember watching the International every single year. Uh, for like three or four years straight. And then I don't think I have the last two years. So I was like super out of the loop. But watched a lot of TI8 this last week. And it was, it like brought me back, dude. It reminded me of like playing Dota and just loving the game, you know. Um, did you watch any of the International? I watched
0: it a little bit, yeah. I mostly just like followed um, followed it on Reddit and Twitter and things like that.
1: Yeah. There were some crazy games that I watched. Um, so OG ended up winning the international. And like nice. they, they played LGD twice. They played um, like the, the round that brought them into the finals. And then they played LGD again in the finals. Oh, wow. And dude, it was crazy. There were so many games. There's like two or three games where it was like right at the end, like base race and it was just like (laughs) like seriously you know one mistake on on one of the sides like and every time actually OG was the ones who like came out on top with those but it was like two of the games they were down by like 10 or 15 kills and then they won like a team fight that like popped them up by like 10k gold and then (laughs) and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, they're just like going straight for the kill, like not even caring about the barracks and stuff. So uh, some wild games, but it was fun. It Like part of me, like I come at it from a different angle now because since I have experience making games now, I'm thinking about like how insanely like balanced Dota is. You know, there's so many aspects that are like layered upon each other that just make that game so good in my opinion like you know you have the heroes that have all their like innate things about them like some are ranged some are melee you know and then you got their skills which do different things some some are aoe attacks some are you know healing stuff then you got all the different items then you got like the whole last hitting and denying thing where you're constantly like going back and forth all of the tower stuff. Like now they're adding, like, it's not just runes anymore. They have the runes, they have the bounties, which give you extra gold. And then now they have uh, shrines, which like heal, I guess. You haven't played since shrines or bounties? Well, I've played with bounties, but I haven't played with. absolutely played with shrines. Yeah. I don't think I have, dude. I haven't, I haven't opened it in like two years. Dude, they've been
0: around for a while since the last time i
1: played well like huh yeah i don't know but either way man there's just like so many layers and then on top of that like all the different objectives like getting roshan uh is is just another aspect like it's just this insane like uh back and forth the whole time
0: it's fun – see, what's fun about competitive games is because it's, like, equal parts, like, decision-based and skill-based. Right. Like, that's that's why we have so much fun playing Counter-Strike because it's, like, positioning is important, strategy mm-hmm. is important. Yeah. But then also skill is important, too. And same with Dota. Like, you can play lower-skill heroes and get by, but there's still a lot of skill that goes involved into it. But if you have no judgment and no – um you know, if you're not making the right decisions, like, your skill means shit, you know? Yeah, But right. if you're making all the right decisions, and, and, you know, conversely, if you're making all the right decisions, but you have no skill, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, right. So, it's fun. I don't know. And you're right. There's lots of layers to it. I, th- I think about it sometimes, too, and I wish, like, I tell people this all the time, because people are like, why don't you play? And I said, well, I told everybody if we get 5v5 and just play closed private matches, like, I would play. Yeah. And I thought we would continue playing that way, but, like, no one wants to work on scheduling. And I'm just like, I'm not going to fucking do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, like, let's just start talking. Like we had enough people at one point. And now we don't for sure. But yeah, um, it'd be fun to start something like just a like a kind of like a small little like league between friends and stuff. But mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I was thinking about that, too. I was like, man, now I kind of want to play. But then at the same time, the last two games that I've become like obsessed with were Counter Strike and Dota. And, like, when I got into them, I was, like, that was all I wanted to do. Yeah. And I, I don't want to get to that point with, with anything again. It, it's fun. It's, like, a really – it feels like a hobby. Um, But I don't want to obsess over something that, like, now, I, I don't know what it does for me. Like, I – you know, we talked <laughs> – a long time ago, we talked about the amount of time we've spent playing Dota in our lives. Yeah. And it's, like, eh. It was a good time, but that was about it, you know? I want to do something that's a little bit more productive, but... Right. When I was but see, watch- that's
0: the thing. Like, you're wasting time somewhere in your life regardless. Yeah. So, you know, and not saying that, like, we should start playing Dota, because honestly, like, I just I just can't abide, like, the toxicity. Right. Um. Yeah. And, you know, and I strove really hard to be this positive person, and it's like, I found, like, my last, like, several months of playing that game, I was, like, flaming my best friends. <laughs> like... Yeah. You know, it's just like, isn't fun for me. I don't right. like being that person. I like being supportive and understanding and just like trying to have a good time, which is why I think playing 5v5s would be way more fun because yeah, you, you still can play the know. game. And you, yeah, and it's, yeah. I, and I don't know if you've ever played closed matches like that, but it is honestly the most fun in Dota I've ever had. Like, cause everybody knows each other's strategies. And so like when you're doing captain's mode, you're like trying to like hate draft, <laughs> like, you know, blocking people from getting their heroes and like, right. And then when you just get shit that's like ridiculous, like you go for wonky plays just because you're trying to show off, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and it's fun that way. Like, I just re- I remember like hate drafting Pudge to make sure our friend, you know, our friend Vance, yeah. who was like an- a Pudge like fucking all star, right? Um, and then just like getting some like hooks that were just unbelievably ridiculous like they shouldn't have landed but they did and they just like made these like ridiculous plays happen and and it's fun because you don't necessarily have to play standard dota you know you can have fun and if you lose at least you had fun like yeah i never mind losing to friends that way you know if they did something ridiculous and it paid off and you're like what nobody does that (laughs) strategy whoa (laughs) you know (laughs) but Uh. But regardless, like, I think the thing is, like, you're wasting time somewhere in your life anyways. And I think the key is, like, if you're enjoying wasting your time, you're not necessarily wasting your time, right? Like, what's the, like, what do you gain from going outside and playing basketball with your friends? Like, you're not gonna be a professional fucking basketball player. No. Yeah. But. And, and if you wanna say, like, well, I get fresh air and all this stuff and blah, 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 it's like, okay, well, you get, like, relaxation sitting in your chair you get to avoid melanoma from being inside. Like, <laughs> they all have trade-offs, you know I what know. I mean? I'm not saying it's the only hobby anybody should have, but...
1: Yeah, I think, I think, honestly, I think I've realized over the last, like, week or so of taking a break, I think that, I, I don't know if I have, like, an addictive personality. I, I've never identified as that. But I've just realized that, like, all of the things that I've spent my time doing over the last, like, basically in my 20s, I've realized I've just done as hard as I possibly can do for all yeah. of those things. And I need to really work on like just balance, you know? Yeah. Well, so, I think that's everybody,
0: that's... everybody throws that word around addictive personality and stuff. And the truth is everybody has an addictive personality, right? Like you find a food that tastes good. You're going to eat that food more often. Like it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get into a groove, you're going to stay in that groove. And I think the thing is, like, you've always sort of been, like, and don't take this the wrong way, but you've always sort of been this, like, overachieving type. And you, you've you always had that mindset. It's like, go big or go home. Like, when the truth is, is, like, just going halfway is perfectly acceptable in a lot of cases, you know? Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and right. you've been that way since as long as I remember you. The first time I met you, dude, you are doing, like, four sports in a three-sport season. You know? Like... <laughs> You were yeah. doing so many extracurriculars and then you're well, staying up to like 2 a.m. to do homework. And it's like,
1: see, but this is, yeah, this is the problem. And I don't know. And this is what I mean, I guess I need to work on that. Cause what happened with that was, I mean, high school, I was just telling Allie about this, like high school, I was, you know, straight A student, like always had to be perfect in my grades, always doing all the sports I possibly could do always part yeah. of like everything like National Honor Society, Future Business Leaders of America, like all that stuff, which at this point in my life amounts to little. Yeah. <laughs> uh and then I got to college where it probably mattered a lot more and I was so burned out from doing all those things that I I didn't I didn't do anything. I did music and I did school. And then Yeah. That was it. And that was fine. I mean, I did I did good in school and everything, but like, I probably could have learned to network better with people. I probably could have like, like they had a film club at my school. I was a film major. I didn't join the film club, you know, stuff like that. I I, probably things that honestly would have probably benefited me more than just like your standard, like go to class that I just chose not to do because I was so tired of like being part of a club or whatever, you know?
0: Well, see, and what's funny is uh, you and I kind of had then the opposite kind of way on this. I didn't do any of that shit in high school. Yeah. And, of course, like, my college career is a lot shorter than most, um, but, like, I supplemented my lack of a formal college education with networking and with clubs and groups and events and things like that. Um, Yeah. You know what Uh, I mean? It's like...
1: I think that's the the better strategy like if if I were to go back and do it again or if I ever have a kid or something I'm yeah. not going to stress grades so much. I'm not going to stress like you have to do everything to appear perfect. I'm going yeah. to recommend that they try they try as hard as they can in school and if they get you know a C or a B or whatever that's totally cool. Uh but the bigger thing the thing that's most important I think is taking that time when you're young to experiment with things and figure out what you like to do. Because if I would have known back then what I actually wanted to do by, you know, by trying different things, I think I'd be a, in a much better spot than I am yeah. now, you know? And I might have been like not so burned out to the point where I I would have been more social in college and I would have been, yeah, uh, you know, more willing to like be a part of different groups that I just didn't want to even try, you know? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And, and it's hard to say because like maybe if you were different in high school, like maybe you wouldn't have gotten like the collegiate opportunities that you did get, but Mm -hmm. like, I mean, I think you obviously were the type of person that was going to get good grades, like no matter what in high school. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, then I I don't know. Do you think like (laughs) if your parents weren't pushing you as hard that you would have gotten as good of grades as you did?
1: Um, I think it was mostly internal. Like I, I knew that my parents wanted me to get good grades and I had like the pressure of my sister being valedictorian and everything. So I I felt like I had to do the same. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, So I think, I don't know. I think I put a lot of pressure on myself and this is what I just talked about with game dev. Like I put a lot of pressure on myself to like be successful and whatever. So I probably would have been a good student regardless, but maybe if I would have, Wouldn't have had, like, those extra uh, influences about, like, you need to be perfect, whatever. Maybe maybe I would have, like, gotten a couple Bs or Cs or whatever, but also, like, learned that I really liked, I don't know, cooking or something random, you know? Right, yeah. See, and that's that's
0: interesting, because, yeah, I don't know. I definitely felt like I was denied a lot of opportunities Um, to learn what I wanted to learn about in high school for whatever reason, mostly because we have a small, small, uh, small high school with like lower, um, number of like extra, not extracurriculars, but, uh, you know, uh, electives. Right. And also lower number of extracurriculars, but I mean, we definitely had plenty. Um, yeah, but Uh, Yeah, I definitely didn't get to study the things I wanted to study. Like, I took no science course that actually interested me, and by the time I got to the point where I could take some elective science courses, it literally just didn't work with my schedule because of band and because of other reasons. (laughs) Yep, Um, same. You know, which sucks, because, like, I would have much rather had taken, like, a physics course and then, you know, like than environmental science or biology, you know what I mean? I think everybody needs to take biology, of course, but, like, I was denied the... Like, phys- physics was not a uh, a course by the time I got into high school that you could take unless it was an elective.
1: Yeah, see, I... And that's how it was for me. I took physics my senior year, um, but ev- they alternated every year. It was yeah. physics or chemistry. Chemistry, <laughs> yeah. And when I took physics, I ended up not really liking it because it was, like, all math kind of stuff i don't know i what i wanted more was like an astronomy class and i i finally i took that was the only science class i feel like i've ever really taken that really interested me was astronomy and i took it as an elective in college like my junior year and it freaking like blew my mind and now like i i have all kinds of books on space and
0: yeah you know i took astronomy in college as well those were my
1: only science courses yeah i Um, would say out of any course that I've ever taken that's probably the most life changing course I ever had because like it explains so much to me it made me yeah. it made me feel small, <laughs> yeah, which I think is important for humans to understand, yeah so um I but think yeah. so
0: but but yeah, I think that um yeah I don't necessarily think that it's like you know you're addicted to you know, like burning the candle at both ends. I just think it's the only way you know how to operate. Like, I think it's the only, the only thing, you know,
1: I, and it's not, it's not, um, I, I think what it is is when I find something that I'm interested in, um, it's not like I'm addicted to it, but I'm like kind of obsessed with like becoming perfect at it. At least, especially in the beginning I see like the potential that that there is in thi- in something like you know when I was doing web development it was like well I freaking hate doing tech support on the phone <laughs> <laughs> I could get a job as a web developer with just by practicing on my own you know and so then I like went hard at it and I was like learning all this stuff but then again I hit is it so it's that
0: culmination of like it, when you are imagining everything that you do and, like, taking it to its, like, pinnacle, taking it to its peak, do you always imagine that it's, like, a way for you to, like, make a living? Uh. Like, well, okay, I don't want to say yes, but... When we're yes, playing Counter-Strike but... Go, dude, when we're playing Counter-Strike right. Go, and we're like running strats on an empty map and we're like running the like corner checker mod and we're like doing all this stuff and then we play comp games and team games and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, are you imagining that like you're going to get no. to go to like Star Ladder and like... No,
1: you know? in, in that regard, I think there's two facets of this. I think one is that I do um, have a inclined interest in things that will help like translate into a career. The mm-hmm. other aspect is is i love competition yeah and when i <laughs> when i find something that's competitive it's fun to try to be the best yeah <laughs> like i did that with counter-strike i kind dota. of dota but i was late to the game so i kind of just tried to perfect my role as a support you know dude there's and, no
0: late to the game <laughs> well <laughs> like, you guys had now like it was completely different than what it was yeah you know it's what I mean? true like, you're joining in the middle of something that's always evolving
1: yeah that's true but i felt i felt like that like you guys were always teaching me for like the first six months and then it was you know okay like taylor's seasoned enough to know like his role as a support basically and so then it was like me trying to like pull off those i don't know like the uh a good mechanism or like you know, yeah. Winter's Curse or whatever, you yeah, yeah. know, in a big team fight or whatever. But, um, yeah, but I was the same way with, like, board games. For a while, I was playing a lot of board games with different friend groups. And I was, like, you know, reading up on strategies or like, po- <laughs> poker. Poker is another good example. When we were, like, for a while there, we were playing a lot of poker, a lot of Texas Hold'em. And it was the same thing. Like, I was watching uh, Texas Hold'em on ESPN, whatever the world series of poker and i was like kind of obsessing about like well how's this guy like playing this hand you know what's yeah you know like different ratios of things and all that kind of stuff so yeah i think those are the two things like does it translate into a career path or or is there an aspect of competition um involved you know
0: focusing on the competition aspect then do you take that all the way to like when you whenever you sit down and play poker like we're in the basement at your parents house (laughs) like are you envisioning like that this game is going to be like the first link in a chain that leads all the way to the world series of poker
1: um I don't think so. And not even Although, envisioning. That's the wrong yeah. word,
0: you know, but it's like, is, do you like, is that what you hope to get out of it? Like kind of deep down, like you want to, like, you want to go to the World Series of Poker and compete?
1: Not anymore. I think at at one time when I was like super into it, I was like, man, that would be kind of cool to go play in a main event game. Yeah. Um, not necessarily as like, I'm going to become a a poker pro, but yeah. like just as an experience, you know, I'm, I can like hang with the big guys or whatever, you know? Yeah. So, well, so
0: what, but what's interesting is like, so even in these like things that are supposed to be fun, like you want to like be the best in the whole world, <laughs> I guess is like what I'm asking.
1: <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think, I think, um, well, part of it too is our good buddy, Kurt, for whatever reason, Kurt and I, I don't know about so much anymore, but like high school, college, we yeah. were, we were always competing. It could have been yeah. the dumbest thing ever. And yeah. we took it, like, fully seriously. Like, we could be playing Lord of the Rings Risk. And if Kurt... Like, if I'm playing against Kurt, I'm, like, going for his jugular, dude. Like, <laughs> See? Now, what's funny is, like, I love
0: competing with Kurt, but it extends only to the sense of, like, I really just want to best Kurt in this thing. Yeah. Or, like, I want to surprise him somehow. And I that's where all my fun stuff comes in from, right? Like, when we're playing dota i don't yeah. want to be the best in the world i just want to like be better than like my friends like if we won v one i just want to like beat them you know right
1: um, yeah and and we get that same thing with counter-strike too like there's so many times yeah. when like we all go into a, a fight and we're all shooting at the same person and you get the kill instead of me and it's like dude what i yeah. shot that guy
0: first <laughs> yeah absolutely but again this see this kind of like i don't it doesn't stem but it kind of ties into how like when i play dota i want to play 5v5s with my friends yeah same with counter-strike right um yeah like, i here. love land parties and things like that because like you know and not even necessarily that like i want to be better than all my friends but i, I want to surprise my friends you know i yeah. want to like show off a little bit and like mm-hmm. even if i'm not the best i don't really care I just, yeah. like, I always loved those, like, you know, the LAN parties, 2 a.m., and you're playing Capture the Flag, like, on Unreal Tournament 04, yeah. and, like, somebody gets that sneaky thing in, and it's like, <laughs> you could have been the worst player in the game, but, like, you have, like, the best play or something, <laughs> you know? like
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, those were, those were good times, too, like, especially Unreal Tournament 2004 and Quake 3. Yeah. Uh, God. Yeah, I was kind of like that with those, too. Like, I always wanted to be the best, and I like for some reason maybe it's cuz i played a lot of counter strike or i don't know i always felt like first person shooters were like kind of my thing for a while yeah and because i played them a lot it was like i i was investing in that and so i wanted to be the best yeah like i remember ah god it might have been you i can't remember I remember playing, like, you, it was 2v1, like, you and and John John Finkley. Finkley. Yeah, against me Counter-Strike. And, like, that was so much fun because, like, it did go back and forth for a while, you know? Mm -hmm. And, I don't know, that kind of thing. Like, I I don't know. So,
0: so would you ever, like, invest time into a hobby or something that, like, you just know is not going to pan out for you? Like, you're not going to make it to the World Series of this hobby, or you're not going to yeah. make a living out of this hobby.
1: Yeah. Um, part of it, too, though, I think is just, like, seeing growth. Like, Yeah, sure. Um, like, it's
0: a way to, like, quantify, like, what you're doing and sort of justify
1: it. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm kind of thinking of golf, but at the same time, like, I'm not as interested in golf as I was a while ago. Like, you know, when I first started playing golf, it was high school, so there was competition involved. Yeah, um, And I was terrible when I first started, but then I, again, like, got really into it. And so right. I was cutting strokes off my game, like, all the time. Right. Um, But I never saw myself being, like, professional or anything like that.
0: Right. So, like, it's, it's one thing, like, I've noticed, like, you definitely don't necessarily, like, cling to hobbies that, like, you don't really have an interest in, which is obviously fine. That's how people are, right? But, like, for example, like, when we're challenging each other in this podcast, like, I think a lot of people would notice that, like you know um that like when i challenge you to do something that's kind of like outside of like your general scope of interest you just generally like don't do it right or like you (laughs) or you half ass it which is fine obviously because i'm challenging you to do those things because i know that's going to be like difficult for you to get in that frame of mind to do it Mm -hmm. but like um see and, and it's hard because like one such example, I was going to bring up painting, but honestly, like, you do a lot of pixel art. But I think you only do pixel art because it translates directly to game dev, which you hope to make a living at someday um, or at least make, like, you know, some sort of, like, financial success from. Yeah. But, like, writing, for example, is, like, one challenge I've given you that you've routinely failed. And I think it's because, like, A, you're not that interested in, like, being a writer in the same way that I am. Mm-hmm. But B, like, maybe you don't see it translating to, like, dollar signs, like, way in your future.
1: That could be, honestly. Um,
0: and I don't mean to, like, turn this into, like, the, like, let's critique Taylor's, like. <laughs> no, dude, it's
1: it's good. But I this mean, is interesting to me. Yeah. Um, well, and, like, I, I, I need to think more about things like this. Like, I oftentimes just, like, kind of go on autopilot. Like, I pick that path, and then it's, like. Yeah. This is what I'm doing now, and then yeah. I do it like really hard for a really long time. Right, um, and I think this like, and
0: this is where where I'm kind of <laughs> coming to this from is that like, you know, you burned yourself out on game dev, you burned yourself out on this game you're working on, and like this week, you know, we kind of talked about it off the air, but like you were having a kind of a rough time, just like you know, kind of just coasting by. Um, yeah, man, I've been like super depressed, um, and I think I think you need like. I I don't know. See, this is me. It's like whenever I'm a certain way, it's like I just know how to detract myself with things that like genuinely like make me happy or at least like not miserable.
1: Right. Well, so that this is the this is a thing that I get into all the time because I'm so focused on things. Yeah. Like, Like I get so invested into one thing. Yeah. When that thing is not there. I am at such a huge loss. And I think that is when I kind of like spiral into depression. Um, So like, I mean, this week was, well, the last like two weeks or so was hard to begin with because I was like feeling really down on myself about not making progress. And then it's, you know, a day has passed, two days has passed, three days, four days, five. And I haven't done anything. I haven't done any game dev. And then I just basically feel like a piece of shit. (laughs) you know yeah and, but like at first that was really hard to deal with like i don't even want to like watch a show or like i open a book and i read like a couple paragraphs and i realize i have not like gotten anything like i read it but it just went right through my head um so that's something yeah i i really struggle with um and i and this is what i'm talking about with like being balanced i need to like have something else in my life that um that i can rely on that i can be like yeah you know i i don't feel like doing game dev so i'm gonna do this thing and honestly lately it's been i need to just not be on my computer or a phone like a couple things that's really helped me is i i actually turn off my phone and put it in a drawer i've been doing that like absolutely like this last couple of weeks I've been doing that a lot more. Uh and it's really helped. That's helped. Um going on runs, that was one of the biggest thing that like picked me up. Like there's a couple of times where like all I wanted to do was just like take a nap. And I felt like that for like a couple hours and then I was like, Screw this, I'm gonna go for a run and I went for a run and then instantly I was like happy and like back to normal, you know um so i think like having a hobby or something that's like disconnected from technology is is the thing that i need to do i don't know what that translates to um but like when you work for a living on a computer and then you come home and you are on your phone or on your computer like until you go to bed that's not good (laughs) like you need to take a break you need to like live in the real world and honestly i've realized too after after turning off my phone and like i feel bad because i haven't been part of the discord conversation near as much lately but honestly like when i stopped paying attention a little bit i just started like kind of feeling better and i don't mean that as any kind of disrespect to anyone in the discord because i love our discord but like it's just another one of those things that's um every time I get a notification or something, it reminds me of like, well, I need to be on my phone again and I need to like respond and all this kind of stuff. It's just like kind of that, that personal pressure that I put on myself to like successfully run our discord and like be present and all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. So having balance like with that is going to be huge. Uh,
0: I think so. And see, and it's, it's nice that you've kind of zeroed in on a couple of these things. Um, because, yeah, man, like, don't get me wrong, like, there's a time and a place to be plugged in. Um, oh, totally. But just like, you know, we were kind of talking with Chris before, like, there's a time and a place to unplug and, and not necessarily unplug, you know, to the fullest extent, but like, you know, just unplug yourself. Yeah. Uh, well, like I, just being I really able liked. To...
1: Oh, sorry, go
0: ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, being able to relax and things like that.
1: Yeah, I, I really liked his, um, his, and, and I'm sure this isn't unique uh unique he may have even quoted who this is from but the idea of like surround or putting yourself in a location that you then train yourself to kind of like yeah, yeah. be in a certain mode yeah like, it's kind
0: of like code switching in a way like yeah like you know it's I you know I have a playlist that is for game dev I have a playlist that is for writing a certain story I have a playlist that's for Working out and all of these things, and when I hear that first song or whatever, it's like here I go. I'm in that mood now.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, exactly.
0: Yeah, and like the places thing, that's huge too. um And it's hard because like the place where you do work is where you also live in a way. Yeah. And I know you have your office and all these things, but like, must be hard to be able to like do something in your office or at your desktop and like have fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's right. Like, well, and I'm, I'm one of those people too who have always um worked in bed and
0: mm. like thinking
1: about this it made me wonder is this why i can't sleep is this why Could i have be. trouble falling asleep is because i get into bed and i'm thinking about being productive yeah <laughs>
0: like yeah and not only that too but I, I i know a lot of people do this and i'm i'm glad i'm done with it but bailey has a really hard time she turns her phone up so she doesn't miss her alarm even though do not disturb is very smart at what sounds make it through including alarms or notifications right yeah um so she doesn't use d- do not disturb and as a result she's constantly waking up like she, I don't, her phone doesn't go off that often in the middle of the night but like when it buzzes or whatever she'll wake up she'll check the time and be like oh what time is it what time is it what time she does <laughs> that like five times a night and yeah. blasts her phone f- herself in the face with this like beam of light coming from her phone right and it's like it's like i set my alarm and then i turn it on do not disturb and people who know if they need to reach me in an emergency they dial twice you know what i mean like you ra- you call me twice and it'll go through um oh is that how that works that's how or it works you... on mine huh yeah if you I... call me twice within five minutes and it i'm on do not rings. disturb it will ring the second time at least for like favored contacts um, oh,
1: interesting. Huh. I'll have to so look at that. And so if there's an
0: emergency, somebody can get a hold of me, but I'm not being bothered by bullshit in the middle of the night. And, um, and I put it out of my reach and I shut it off and I start like doing, you know, focused breathing. And I fall asleep really quick when, I, when I'm in that mode, you know? Yeah. But like she'll wake up three or four times a night, check the time. And it's like, she's not really resting. Like, she's not really sleeping. She's just waiting for her alarm to go off. And I think a lot of people have this problem, too, you know? Yeah. Um, And a lot of us fall into trouble of, like, watching shows or movies in bed. Like, I still do that because I like being comfortable and watching shit.
1: Right. Um, I know. That's been kind of, like, a habit of ours. Um, And Alia will fall asleep, like, really easily. But for me... Like if a show's on, I'm gonna watch it all the way through. Or if she falls asleep, then I turn it off, and it's like, all right, well now I guess I gotta figure out how to fall asleep here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, dude, and see that's yeah. the thing. He was talking
0: about college students, how they do. It. I bet that's like a. a uh, I was even thinking about when I was in high school and stuff. Like I did all of my homework on my bed. So like, you know, it's in, that's probably where you got that habit, like doing schoolwork and stuff, like in bed
1: especially yeah, like i, in I did college, in college it's like the only, yeah
0: yeah it's like the only workspace you have
1: <laughs> right yeah man i i'm gonna try to uh change that and honestly like we have been um leaving the apartment more often to like go to work and stuff yeah and that's been that's been good i i want to like kind of do what chris was saying and try to like designate certain places for certain types of things and i need to like get out of the habit of being on my phone, even having my laptop in bed, um, or even, like, I don't think we'll do this, but I've thought about taking our TV out of our, our room, because yeah. that's another thing. But
0: That's like how the first, like, three years of mine and Bailey's marriage was. We didn't have a TV in our room. It's probably it smart. Kind of... It was kind of sur- like it was like I remember we used to when we really really wanted to like stay up late and watch shows we'd like go get a bunch of blankets and like make a little bed on the floor in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know, and now we have a TV in our room because you know we we're always thinking about like those sick days or whatever where it's like you just want to lay in bed. It's like you don't want to just like lay in bed and do nothing. So right, I know that's kind of part of why we got a TV in our room and stuff, but. N- and, you know, there's nothing wrong with it every once in a while. It's just, it seems like, yeah, you're one of these types of people that has a hard time code switching. You cross the wires, you know? Yeah, I know, man. And uh, I think it only, not only stems from, like, that type of behavior, but also, like, uh, your desire to be the best at everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I'm interested in, like, what type of hobby can you take up that is going to be a zero-pressure hobby? Zero pressure to do the hobby, zero pressure to perform well at the hobby, just something that you can do that's, like, cathartic and that's, like, not going to occupy space in your mind outside of doing it, you
1: know? Yeah. Like, Would an adult
0: coloring book, like, be beneficial (laughs) to you? Something you can do while you're watching a show that's, like, you're doing something but not?
1: (laughs) Right. I don't know. Um, I've tried to kind of think about some of these things nothing really comes to mind. Like I've never been somebody who's like into crafts and I don't know, like I appreciate nature and everything, but like, I'm not a camper. I don't like, yeah. you know, a lot of, a lot of my friends like go camping like at least once a month or something. Yeah. You know? And that's just not, nothing that I've ever really done. I think, well, also part of it comes, comes from me just like being a cheapskate and not wanting to spend money. <laughs> Yeah. So then I get stuck in this trap of like, well, I don't want to spend money, so I guess I'll just stay home and be depressed. <laughs> yeah, for so, sure. Um, But I think um, finding, finding an activity um, would be good. Like finding – I don't know if it's just working out, but something where I'm moving around outside. Because, um, you know, growing up, I played sports all the time. I was always yeah. – always moving every single day. I was moving around and having time away from a computer and everything. Yeah. But now that's like, God, working out seems like such a chore, you know? Yeah. But then when I do it, I feel so good. So that makes one of us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not like in the moment I feel good. It's like, after I do it, I'm like proud and, you know, happy with myself and everything. Sometimes like I hurt myself or super sore my yeah. lungs are heavy whatever so it's not like always just like a pleasant physical experience but it's like afterwards you you feel like you've accomplished something even if it's small you know so true yeah i've thought about that i also like kind of want to read more like <laughs> I, I know i'm reading with the book club and everything but like there's other books that i do want to read um well so... you know what
0: i've been thinking about doing is implementing like a no screen day every week. Yeah. Like doing once a week. Uh huh. I think that's a good idea. And mostly I kind of want to do it. Not necessarily like no screens in general. Mostly I really want to implement it because I have a bad habit of like after an exhausting day at work, I'll turn on the TV or whatever. And then I'll waste a bunch of time watching TV. Mm
1: -hmm. Just
0: like shit. That's not important to me. Yeah. Um, So, mostly, I wanted to do it to, like, shut that out and, like, be able to do other stuff. Um, But maybe I should take it to the next step and just do, like, no screens at all and just, like, read or write in a notebook or something or play my guitar or run or ride my motorcycle or whatever, you know? Um,
1: But, yeah. Yeah, Another thing Allie and I have been talking about, too, is, like, typically... What we do is like, I get home from work and she'll either have dinner ready or I'll like, or we'll be making dinner together and then we'll just eat and watch a show. Yeah. But like, that's great and all. But then what ends up happening is we eat, we watch a show, and then we just go and do kind of our own things. Like, we work on, she does homework or whatever, and I do game dev, and then we don't actually end up spending time together. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, maybe we should like, Either have a day or a couple days where we just talk for dinner. You know, like I was when I was a kid. Like we always just watch TV. Like for for any meal, we would just like get the meal and then we'd sit in front of the TV and watch TV. And I always thought it was weird when I would go to like a friend's house and they like sat around around table. Table, yeah. Like that was not something I was used to, and I think that that habit kind of just translated and that's like every time i eat i want to watch something that's actually most of the time when i watch stuff is when i'm eating but it's just another way of being like plugged into something so yeah um,
0: well uh yeah for sure me and bailey recently started doing that we started eating at our dining room table
1: (laughs) really (laughs) yeah
0: just because like we never used it and now it's like now we we're just trying to use it more often yeah and uh yeah i mean definitely forces us to like talk more and like i don't know be social human beings and not just like watching another episode of gray's anatomy or whatever <laughs> um, yeah but still i'm interested in like something that you can do that is gonna be no pressure right like i feel like if you start picking up books and reading them like you're gonna beat yourself up if you don't finish these books
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's probably true you know
0: so like what's what's something you could do because we need to recharge the Taylor, the Taylor's batteries here. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you and I have had our, our ups and downs lately, emotionally and mentally and all these types of things. But I think that there is a way that we can do this. Something that you can do that, like I said, zero pressure. And if you're bad at it, that's fine. If you're not having fun, you can stop. But, like, something you can do is going to, like, help you just, like, do something that's I don't know creative or constructive or productive that's also not any of those things at the same time it just is you know right
1: well and the funny thing is going back to me and Alia talking like we've been saving up for a house we really want Mm -hmm. to get a house but we we can't do that until we know like what our jobs are going to be basically like she's almost done with school and all that kind of stuff. So we can't buy a house until we know where she lands a job. Yeah. Um, and part of me thinks, and I hate this, like I hate this attitude because it's always like thinking towards the future. Well, if I just had this one thing, like yeah. this would be different, but I really do feel like as soon as we get a house, I'll have plenty to do. Like we're talking about gardening and you know, you get a house and it's not the way that you want it. Maybe I learn how to like recarpet something or put in new floors or like you know, paint this room or you know, like building sure. building your home, which is something we don't really have right now. So, I think that when we get a house, like it'll just open up so much so much for me to do that's not computer related. But in the meantime, yeah, I need something else. Yeah. I don't know what that is. So, if anyone has any ideas, <laughs> let us know.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think that's something that you're just missing, man. I think it's it's always been, like, I don't know. It's been one of your greatest assets, obviously. It's gotten you far in life. It's gotten you to a comfortable place where you can afford to travel and you can afford to, like, spend a lot of time, like, developing skills and hobbies and things like that. But also, like, it seems to be a big source of, like, your mental anguish. yeah. Um
1: and it doesn't have to be, I don't think. Yeah, man. I don't know. Something I need to work on. I think
0: good thing for you, man. Like, in the meantime, because you love video games. I mean you like making them at least. Like maybe you <laughs> ought to just play some more single player video games.
1: Yeah. I that's something else. Like I wanna schedule in time for that. I want to schedule in you know times for breaks. Like you know, for the longest time, I have preached ten hours a week. Um, yeah, which is cool. I just checked my time the other day, and since I started last last May, yeah, uh, so it's been a little over a year. I'm almost at a thousand hours, which is pretty nice. cool. Nice. Yeah, so that's been uh, kind of encouraging, but also, um, yeah, I want to schedule in regular times to to break, to play video games, to read to do other hobbies, like, I just need that that balance, man. Yeah, so. dude.
0: I mean, and there's, like, something to say about, like, that's, the biggest takeaway I got when I left playing Dota and Counter-Strike was that, like, single-player games are really fun, and nobody cares how good you are at them, and there's a sense of accomplishment and stuff that's, you know, but I can also stop playing Skyrim or Fallout 4 or any of these games at any time and just come back to it, you know right. what I mean? Again, yeah. it's that zero-pressure thing, and it's this idea of, like, doing something, but also not at the same time
1: right yeah well maybe i can invent something that sucks co2 out of the air so i stop stop thinking about global warming (laughs) well like yeah you could invent that
0: but of course like (laughs) if you don't do a good enough job inventing it you're gonna hate yourself uh
1: well one thing that i've thought about a lot is um just because we do go on walks regularly uh Getting some stuff to, like, pick up garbage, you know? like (laughs) like This is coming back to
0: a thing, though, that you're going to do, and if you don't do enough, you're going to start feeling bad. (laughs) Like, you're going to pick up garbage every day for a week in a row, and then you're going to miss a day, and you're like, well, fuck, who's picking up that garbage now? Like, you're going to be thinking about it. (laughs) Or if you pick up less garbage than you normally do, you're going to want to, like... You're going to hold yourself accountable for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I
1: got, like, this giant spreadsheet about, like, pounds of garbage <laughs> I
0: picked up. Damn it, I
1: was down yesterday. Dude, uh,
0: I mean, I'm half joking, but I'm also not. Like, yeah. I mean, that's a great use of your time walking. Yeah. But...
1: <laughs> I don't know, Rat. I can't change. <laughs> you can't change, I don't, man. I don't, I can't change. It's
0: right at the tip of your fingers. Yeah. And not even the, the way you are is bad. It's just like right now, it's not serving you any – like it's not it's not serving you well. Yeah. Right at this moment. You know, the last two weeks or whatever it's been.
1: Yeah. Well, one thing I've done – God, you're going to tell me that this is uh... – <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, I, you remember my laptop – actually, I'm not even going to talk about this because it did actually really just piss me off.
0: <laughs> yeah, your laptop broke and something happened and you spent time fixing it.
1: Yeah, I've like spent the last couple of days like messing around with my laptop. I'm pissed off at myself because it worked. Um the problem is that the HDMI out doesn't work right now. And mm-hmm. that's because I'm like almost positive of this. It's because I tried to reinstall a fresh copy of Windows and as part yeah. of that it like
0: Either Scrubby got drivers.
1: Yeah, basically. And so I've tried like so many things to get this to work, and I just can't get it to work. And now because I can't actually see anything on the screen, it could be that like there actually is a problem, and I just don't know it. Because like mm. I even went to the point of like like I've installed Microsoft windows and linux like several times using my other pc to get it on the drive and i know it's working and i even set up like team Viewer and stuff so that it auto logs in when you boot and all this stuff and then i can just log in for my laptop and i yeah. my other laptop and i can't can't get that to work so
0: dude that's some smart work though
1: dude i tried like everything i could possibly think about like I, yeah man well so, hey you know sometimes things break i know just another thing i feel pressure on yeah but why why well it's it feels wasteful because i i'm like when it stopped working was when i was reinstalling the the os and mm-hmm. so it's like i did this to this thing and it, now it won't work uh, it's, well that and um i had the lcd screen but i disconnected it because the hinge broke and i yeah. was like eh, i don't need this anymore and I got rid of it, and now I'm yeah. just, like, dying to have that back so that I can see what the screen says. <laughs> 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 uh, oh,
0: I love it. That so, just made my day. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Well, maybe you ought to just let it lay for a little bit and, like, come back to it, you know? Well, I mean, it's I,
1: wasteful, but yeah, I'm, at the same I'm time... I'm the point where I might just, like, pull the RAM, pull the the yeah. hard drive and just recycle it so I can get it out of my life.
0: Right. Because that's what I'm thinking, right? Like, yeah, it's wasteful, but it's also wasteful on your like, mental and, and internal resources, too, you know? Like... Yeah. I mean... Uh, uh, and But, uh, like, how many years of use did you get out of that thing? Uh, like, four to five. That's reasonable, dude. Yeah, it is. Like, but... and you know, I know it sucks, and I know you're, like, trying to, like, be this, like, non-wasteful person, but, like you know, that was from before. I don't think it counts. So there you
1: go. I'm letting you off the hook. Thanks, bro. Yeah, it feels feels better now. Yeah, does it? Good. Uh, Anyways, well, that was a fun talk. Uh, I, I appreciate your concern for me, Rhett. Yeah, man. Well, I care about you. And it's tough. Like,
0: you know, I see, like, Bailey goes through a lot of the same things, too. Like, and I think well, yeah. it's just because, like, you
1: both are kind of natu- naturally, like, anxious people. Right. Um, yeah, I was going to say the last time we talked about things, I was like, everything she was talking about, I was like, oh my God, you're me.
0: <laughs> yeah, you guys are really similar. Yeah. Yeah. So. um. And, you know, like, uh yeah, I just I care about I care about you. And uh I don't know if it's just a dis- if it's just a matter of like and obviously it's not this easy and everybody listening knows it. But if it's just a matter of like me pushing you to like make some decisions that are going to like be easy for you, then like, I don't know. Like, I'm happy to like give suggestions and stuff and <laughs> encourage you to like, you know, I've always thought you need to be a little happier just like wasting time and a little happier, like figuring out how to be happy not being productive you know yeah um just well, because it's i can tell that it wears on you
1: true like, yeah I, I mean to some extent too though i i do get satisfaction and enjoyment out of being productive like look at this well, yeah, morning who doesn't yeah <laughs> i know well like yeah like today we spent four hours trying to like update our S- our website so that it's https and like we yeah. got it like Almost, almost all there. the way there <laughs> there's like one thing that's not working yeah and now like that thing is wearing on me i'm like god i want it that's like all i want to do is fix that but such is life yeah
0: well hey i'll tell you what we will fix it but we uh, will man yeah man and that was, it was fun it's fun to be productive no doubt yeah. yeah um but yeah man so what do you say uh we log off and we spend the next six hours playing dota no <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mind. Like, this is something we've talked about before, but I wouldn't mind having like a, a game night again, and I, we dude, can do we it should. with the Discord, um, or whatever. Uh, I think it'd be fun.
0: Yeah, Craft Computing. We've been working on like putting on like a little minor like Discord league and just like having fun. Like, uh, they wanted to play Company of Heroes the other day, and I was like, oh shit, I should get on.
1: Um, oh yeah, dude, you love Company Heroes. Oh, who doesn't? Yeah, I haven't played it probably since I played at your apartment in Salem in, like, 2011.
0: (laughs) The game is so fun, dude. Yeah. It's the best RTS ever, in my opinion.
1: I like AoE, but... I like AoE. (laughs) Uh... AoE sucks. Nah. Love it. I can't wait for the new one to come out, dude. Is there a new one? Yeah, we got AoE 4 coming out. We got all the... uh... Previous version, HD editions or whatever. Yeah. I can't remember what they're calling them. But yeah, it's going to be legit. Cool. Yep. All right. Fair enough. There you go. Maybe those
0: will finally rescue the series from being the disaster that it is.
1: Oh, my God. I'm just
0: kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cool. Anyways, Well, hey, why don't we go ahead and sign this bitch off and and move on with our day. So, hey, guys, thanks so much for listening to us. Uh, Give some unsolicited therapy Therapy, yeah
1: (laughs) dude i need it i need therapy sessions it's all good yeah yeah
0: um cool if you guys want to uh chime in with your own thoughts on taylor's um neuroses here you can do so by joining our discord that's bit.ly forward slash gdq discord and just kidding don't log on and be like taylor here's what you gotta do i'm just joking (laughs) (laughs) um But yeah, that uh, link is a round the clock 24 seven permanent invite to our our exclusive Discord. It's not very exclusive, but come have fun, (laughs) hang out with other devs and and talk about the podcast, talk about what you're working on, share some of your favorite music in the lounge, whatever you got to do. We're there doing it round the clock. Um. you guys can hit us up on Twitter we are at game dev's quest email us gdq at airpodcast.com if those 280 characters aren't going to be enough for you and if you guys are so inclined to support the podcast financially if uh, you know you see that we have a patreon and you're just like well wait a minute they don't have any like reward tiers and they don't have any way for me to do this well you can support us financially but you can do it over on humble bundle anytime you buy a bundle anytime that you want to subscribe to humble monthly anytime that you find something that tickles your fancy on the on the humble store you can buy it but if If you do it with our link, a little bit of that money that you buy, you get all the cool stuff and we get just a little bit that says that uh, we sent you there. And you can do that. Our permanent link for that is bit.ly forward slash gdq hyphen humble. And uh like I said, a little bit goes a long ways for us. It helps us keep the lights on, helps us spend time, our personal time, solving our SSL certificate problems, which right. are almost fixed. <laughs> so um and it also helps us just fund our hosting and all that sort of stuff and uh and, and and keeps us chugging along. Uh and if I didn't forget anything, I think that about does it for this week.
1: Hey man. Thanks for listening to everyone. Hope you all have a good week.
0: Stay tuned for more interviews. Cue that music. Oh,
1: yeah, buddy.